At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, as ever, Tom Proxer. And with me tonight is Danny. Hello. Hello, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I was going to say Danny of Danny in the Past, but then you made a little comment just before we started about X bands. So, so how, how do we refer to you these days? Oh, that's still good. Part's still hanging in. Okay. The yeah. Part's still happening. Yeah. Um... Well, good to know. Um, we always like kicking it off with a song. So what have you got to start sure. us off with? Uh, a new one I wrote called This Time Tomorrow. Danny and the Parts. That's a beautiful song to start us off with. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Uh, so you say that uh, that's that's a new one of yours. It's a new one. Um, so tell us about a little bit about the work that you've been you've been working on recently. Is is this heralding maybe a a, a new project or a or a solo album? 
Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I'm trying to make a lot of records lately, somehow, with little money, as everyone knows who knows me. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. I write a lot, and uh, so I just kind of feel like I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss the being in the moment of these tunes if I wait. So I kind of try to push the recording maybe too fast sometimes for the band or the studio, but <laughs> I just kind of want to keep it going. At least one a year is uh, lately what's been happening. So it's kind of a lot, but I'm looking forward to having that song on the one we're going to be recording this year. Excellent. And yeah. um, has this already been sketched out? Do you, do you have a scaffold for this project, or is this more of a, a glint in your eye at this point that's yet to kind of had the bones created? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, actually where we're sitting right now, Big Heavy World, um, across the hall in A9 Studios, my friend Luke Autry is going to be hopefully recording this new album with Danny the Parts. He also plays bass in that project. So um, I think 15 feet from where we're sitting, <laughs> it's going to be happening. History will be made. Yeah. We've been rehearsing as much as we can and got a pretty good amount already. Uh over the over the 10 to 15 song mark which is kind of where I've been hitting lately which is feeling good cuz for a while it was like five or six songs first couple albums so getting more is good for me i like it so with with these projects or these one a year is it a case of you you write 15 and those are the 15 you record or are you writing just dozens and then it's like a real hard job to kind of whittle it down to yeah there you go yeah <laughs> yeah it's definitely uh like you see these notebooks here i got a bunch of them i, I steal them from my daughters i buy them for my daughters and then i steal them from my daughters <laughs> and then they're like daddy where's my notebook and i'm like that's kind of my notebook um yeah but i have them a lot all my songs in notebooks and um yeah there's probably like every year like 50 to 100 or more that are you know most of them are garbage so it doesn't matter but once in a while you'll find a little piece and oh well maybe i'll put it over on this one and, da -da -da, and usually somewhere between the notebook and the band room it gets kind of flushed out for what it should sound like pertaining to the gig we might be playing too so i don't want to like sell people too far downstream on the live aspect of the band too when they hear it on the record i want it to kind of you know kind of sound like what you're going to hear at a show um and how often do you go back through these notebooks you said you kind of take maybe a little bit from one and, and take a bit from another and kind of almost like a frankenstein song maybe to <laughs> your ears not to ours it sounds very kind of polished and all together yeah, yeah. um but do you ever do you ever flip through your books from you know five ten years ago and, and find some hidden gems that you didn't appreciate in the moment oh yeah no there's there's the notebooks ranging from uh yeah from when i was like five and six and seven and i i definitely i went through all the early stuff already kind of you know but um so i'm happy to be I'd, I'd still love to go back and do projects from you know 
I don't want to date myself here, but 20 years ago, <laughs> you know, when I was 20 and, you know, or even 30 years ago when I was playing just with the neighborhood kids, we, were, we used to write songs too. So, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's not enough time, you know. <laughs> there's a lot of music. There's not enough time. But, yeah, I, I, um, more often lately, it's been the new new things I'm writing, trying to get those out. And I'm kind of left behind the old stuff for now. Looking back for your notebooks, do you, do you see yourself, uh, do you, can you read the evolution you've taken? And do you see the, the things you write about change and, and uh, evolve? I'm working on that part. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm working on evolution. That's a good point. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to grow as a songwriter, definitely. So I've been, you know, looking into that. However, I do, but that seems so hard. Um, I kind of, you know, I went to art school, so I think I feel like I approach everything from like. The going to art school in Boston in the '90s, you know, I, I approach my music the same way. Like, it's it's whatever it wants to be. It's free. It's free of constraints. And but you know, at the end of the day, there is a definitely a a song that has meaning, whether I like it or not. I think, but um, I feel like I've been growing as a songwriter. I feel like I've been uh, being able to. Uh, express a maybe just a feeling better. That's kind of what I'm just going for lately, you know, trying to express a certain energy that I'm feeling at the time when I write it. And how's it been? I mean, we've all, I, I think of our sister, every artist that have come through in the past few months, but the pandemic has been uh, an enormous, enormously stressful, but also watershed moment for, for so many people, basically all of us really. And I, I find talking to creative types, um, the the music may have completely changed the way that they have ever approached it, or that they produce it, or what they're writing about. Have, have you felt that yourself? Has there been any kind of major change in the way that you've been writing, or you've been singing, or putting things together? Yeah, I've been. Uh, <clears throat> I definitely struggled a little bit at the beginning of all this uh, last year, and um, was kind of like trying to write something that was going to be meaningful and you know cuz i think everyone was like all about meaning all of a sudden and you know people were suffering and on different levels so i kind of felt like i didn't want to i didn't want to screw up you know but then i just forgot about that cuz that's <laughs> silly I, i'm a screw up <laughs> no i'm kidding but i no i i let go you know i let go and i was just like you know okay okay well i'm kind of gee i'm kind of upset i'm like is that okay <laughs> I'm like all right yeah it is so i just decided to go with that but then my uh my early mentality which i was just talking about before just kind of just letting it be whatever it is kind of always creeps in and it always comes back to me, you know, having that moment in the day whenever I have a, a feeling or a emotion or something that is attached to songwriting for me. And no matter what I'm kind of thinking, I kind of go with that anyway. And it uh, 
kind of shows itself, you know, it kind of reveals itself in time. And, um, so there's been some kind of some rough ones and some happy ones <laughs> along the past year. <laughs> is there, is there a certain moment of the day that you sit down and, and you write, um, do you have like a, a process or a, or a structure around that or is it, you know, the burst from above and you grab your daughter's notebook and just start scribbling? Uh, lately, I've, I, you know, I'd like to lie to you and say it's in the, you know, the dark of the night in some alley, but really it's like, it's kind of been like a morning thing. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know why, but it's been, it's been morning lately, kind of. You know, whenever I have a moment, I'm with my kids a lot. So this year, so, you know, I've been, whether I have time or not, I guess it's slightly the burst from above because I don't really always have the most scheduled time or art doesn't, for me, doesn't really work that way a lot where I'm like, I'm going to schedule time to songwrite from six to eight, you know? <laughs> so, you you know, I'm usually getting that morning that morning rush with songwriting. So I've been kind of tapping into that, maybe amping the coffee up a little bit and going with um, going with that, kind of being ready for it. Is there any artists that you, you've been listening to in the background that have been shaping this new project? Or is it just the, the, the people that you always listen to? I just listen to a lot of different people. And... Um, I, whenever I try to write a certain way that entices me, I just don't, it never feels good to me. You know, I'm going to write a song like Prince or I'm going to, you know, it always comes out just like that. That's a Prince song. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm like, oh, right, it is actually, it's the same chords. Oh, geez. <laughs> it's the same song. Um, so, you know, I just listen to as much as I can. I listen to all different kinds of music and people and, uh, you know, nothing more than the next, really, and maybe a little more country music lately than the next. But um, but yeah, I'll just have all that music influence me, just however it however it does, you know. Without really, I I kind of make it subconscious, you know. I make a lot of stuff subconscious on purpose. Yeah. Sometimes, as you said, just letting it sit as it is, rather than trying to enforce something. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, things happen in the morning for me, so I, I'm kind of ready for that, and I leave room for it. And it, fortunately, I'm really fortunate that I've never had too much of the writer's block. A little bit, but I heard that isn't real. By the way, mm-hmm. today, did you guys hear that? Someone said that <laughs> it's fake. I don't know. I think it's, uh, it's more of a perception thing. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I I haven't had too much of it, so I'm pretty pretty happy. If you if you cranking out an album a year, it sounds like that's it's not been too much of a problem for you so far. Yeah, I guess not. No, just time, not enough time. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we'd love to hear another song. So, oh, what have you got for us? Sure. This song is a another new song that I'm uh, currently harassing my band to play. Uh, pronto. It's called Flowers. Flowers that gave me Looks like I'll give them forgiven Flowers that gave me my life 
lives that saved me Looks like I'm longing to follow Flowers are laid down my life Because they're magical Because they're magical title of that song what was that one flowers flowers um so you as you said you're pretty prolific you, you came out with an album i thought actually this year so there's a plan to get actually the second one out in the same calendar year this year yes wow so it's actually more than one a year you're going for now i guess so yeah. i just realized that right now though that's, that's pretty <laughs> incredible i mean uh how, what, as you said, you, you, you're kind of a bit of a freight train when it comes to this. You've got these ideas and you want to get into the studio. I want to get I, in there. I've met your band before. I've seen you guys play live a couple of times now. Um, how are they with this? Uh, you know, you're constantly bringing new tracks to them. Um, how does that process go about, you know, going, hey, guys, I know we just finished pressing the last one. Uh, how about we get going on the next? Um, yeah, how's that go? Well, wouldn't it be interesting that one of the members is actually right here, over there, with a camera <laughs> in his hands? Um, and I'm sure he would tell you, if he had a microphone, that he loves it and he's ready to do every single thing <laughs> that happens. No, I think, um, I think we just got to let it happen naturally. And, you know, I, what I write is great, but, you know, the band and the time needs to be there. And if that's all, if everybody's on board, then we're ready to go. And I'm sure we will. Um, because I know these guys are always, they, you know, they're just super music and art lovers. They live it. They breathe it. So they can't deny it. They can't <laughs> deny it. They're just, it's just what, it's what they do. These people yeah. love art. You're just giving them what they need. Well, you know, and they're giving me. Same thing, you know. It's very reciprocal. And, you know, I, for me, I, I just kind of gave into it, you know. I don't know. When I was a little kid, I was like, am I going to be a baseball player? Am I gonna be an actor? I had these. That was it. That and maybe. That and maybe Wonder Woman, but other than that, it was a musician that you know just kind of fell on me. I didn't pick it. 
so not only have you been prolific about getting in the studio and writing new songs, you're actually possibly one of the only bands that have also been performing the past year. Um, having a flick through your social media and, you know, Zamban, you've, uh, you're doing a night outside uh, Nectars at the end of last year. You've, uh, you've, you've done a fair amount in comparison to a lot of people. So um, while everyone was else was cloistered inside, what was that drive to get, get out and, and find stuff? And how did you even do that? Yeah, it wasn't, it w- I mean, a lot of people, I'm really thankful, um, like you guys for one, Zen Barn for one, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys um, switched back last year. More of the outside stuff was uh, uh, Camp Mead was really, really helpful to at least have that like once a month, you know, because even, I mean, we were last, last year we were doing, I think it was like three or four shows a week lately, you know, kind of, one might say too many, but, um, you know, I was having fun. I just I love doing them. I just love getting out there, and I just feel like I'm, I just feel like I'm being normal when I'm playing shows. You know, I'm just it's kind of where I'm weirdly happiest lately. Uh, you know, also with my children who I love, but it's also a good balance for me to be local and to be able to do that and be with them. So uh, it was hard for me this year. So I was really lucky to at least have that one and i know that probably still seems like a lot <laughs> but to me it wasn't you know have you um with with kind of i don't want to jinx it but you know the end of the pandemic in sight at least everyone getting vaccines have you been kind of stacking up the gigs for coming up into the into the summer have you got a few lined up um i've, I've actually kind of weirdly been opposite i've kind of taking i'm almost like pulling back a little right now um just because I felt like a natural, um, I just kind of felt a natural flow to slow down right now. And we've been rehearsing more and writing more. And um, I almost want, in a way, it's like I just, I almost want to watch. I mean, I'm, I've been more than willing to help music and people come back together um, again, which I hope for. Um, but at the same time, I, I kind of don't want to have that drive that I used to have a little bit. I just want to, maybe it's just personal, but I'm just kind of feeling like being a little more humble towards pushing for gigs than I usually would be. So right now I'm just kind of trying to, you know, we have a couple of things that are looking good this summer, though. Like I, I believe we're going to be doing a camp meet and, you know, some... Um, different uh Bolton Valley you know some outside kind of great places that I love that we always play and they're just kind of it's like you know it's been a been a part of our our past so I'm looking forward to those but not trying to push right now you actually kind of just touched on something I'm quite curious about and I'd love to get your perspective as an artist with with everything hopefully opening up again in the next few months and so many bands that have been inside for the past year getting gigs and whatnot. Um, do you see the music scene in Vermont or maybe just nationwide changing at all in terms of the way that things uh, are going to go now in comparison to the way things were before the pandemic? Do you think that the industry has changed at all or the way that people gig and create music has changed at all that will be lasting? But yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I've uh, I've been a stagehand at the Flynn Theater for a long time, and um, 
not seeing anyone or any shows in there for a year is, I never thought I'd see that. <laughs> um, but I'm sure everyone's that, you know, loves it as much as I do is ready to go. So I'm happy for that. But I definitely think that, um, you know, maybe interpersonally we're all going to have some changes occur. I don't know how, but I feel like there's got to be something. Something's, you know, I don't know. But I, I look forward to it because, you know, um, art's got to adapt, you know? So I, I feel think like creative types are the sort of types that adapt best to it and everyone yeah. else is kind of follows. Yeah, afterwards. that's what we do best. We're like, oh, yeah, we'll adapt to that, whatever, you know? Um, but, yeah, I... Um, I can't wait. So kind of looking for some structure that people are going to give. And once we get that, then great. And the sky's the limit, so to speak. I see you've been doing a little bit of collaboration in the meantime as well. Um, recently created a song with Yuri and Hackney. So uh, how how is that? And what's it been like? Uh, did you reach out to him? Did he reach out to you? What was the situation? He calls me every day. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, he's a great guy, a friend of mine, and, um, you know, big fan of Rough Francis, obviously, and I've been trying to get into the box, their studio, for a number of years to record, and um, you, Ryan, and I kind of meet in the middle with a humor, I think, where he's the funniest guy I know, and um, I can't get enough of that, so... And I, I love to actually be in the studio and be not serious. You know, like, I'm serious about what I want to do, and but when I'm not doing it, I would rather someone just let loose, you know, and laugh and, you know, I don't know. It's more fun. So I was that was attracting me to be able to record with them. Plus, you know, I got them to play drums, so that, was, that wasn't bad either. <laughs> with, I mean, as you... Refrance is very different, musically speaking, to you and the style of music that you play. So how do you meet in the middle uh, creatively? He, he didn't let me. He just pushed me around. He just, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, I feel like, I don't know, where was it? I feel like we, I feel like Tom Petty is where we met in the middle. You know, like he's got a love for that and gets, gets my uh, weird country sad boy stuff in that sense, I think. And, you know, I, I do it to myself, but he's... He was right on with it. And uh, at first I was a little worried, like, oh, no, he's going to blast my country tunes, you know. And, <laughs> but it was perfect. And if it changed it a little bit, I'm glad it did, you know. Is there any other collaborations that we should be looking out for in the, as the next album gets uh, gets pieced together? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the next one's shaping up to look like my boy Luke Autry here and uh, my, my, uh, my other... I should say friend and bandmate, sorry. Uh, Matt Jaden, who's a drummer and uh, has got his own little project called Dogface, which is really cool. You can check that out on Bandcamp, I think. Um, and uh, as of now, that's probably it, but we usually bring in one or two other kind of secret uh, people towards the end and who whoever might, you know, dust a little confectionery sugar over the top. <laughs> As someone who's so prolific and, and just keeps pumping out you know, album after album, uh, is there much that you learn from the previous album that you then change for the for the next album, or or because it's quite quick and quite 
I know. Uh, the, the, there's quite a flow to the albums. Uh, are, are those changes more difficult to notice from album to album? It's more over longer periods of time. Yeah, I just feel like whoever I'm going to be surrounded with, you know, whoever we're doing it with is really affecting it. And I and I like that. I welcome that, you know, to have the studio affected, the the producer, whoever is helping me to to play on the album or or record the album. Um I know Ryan Cohen, Robot Dog did the last one for me and he's just amazing cuz he's got his own I had done albums with him before with uh, a couple different bands, Eastern Mountain Time, and um, uh, I think we did some great Western stuff. And uh, so I had known him a little bit and was a fan of his style of uh, how he worked and and also um, um, the sound that he was getting. I. I want to say, I don't know if he's listening, but I want to say he almost tends to have like a low end that I really like. And uh, I don't know if like someone who was trying to make kind of like an Americana honky tonk project would always go to Ryan in the beginning. But I kind of did because uh, I really like those heavy drums. Like not a lot of people do that, especially like the bluegrass people. But, you know, like I love the that that fat bass and like just crack and snare and he's so good at that and uh so i was hoping it could get a little a little heavier um just by default if i did it with him and plus his style to work with is really good for a guy like me because i got my head in the clouds a lot and he's like right <laughs> right on the money and he's nice about it too <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I got a couple last questions before uh we have to wrap this up but w one thing uh, stood out to me when I read your bio is that you, you you describe yourself as Americana with vision. So what's the vision? Well, so far the vision's been to try to um, make as many albums as I can with as many different people as I can. And uh, that kind of goes back to like the parts vision in general because it uh, for years we were just called the parts and I, know I changed it to Danny and the parts just to try to convince myself that I was uh, taking charge and of my life and uh, trying to get things done and, and it, it actually tricked me into it a little bit so that was good but um, the parts in general just came from having so many different friends in Burlington that are so talented and amazing and everyone knows that who lives here um, it's like you can't you can't keep one band around here. It's like you have to just play with everybody. You have to just give in to the flow and let people influence you and play with as many people as you can and um, have that kind of be the wall I'm kind of breaking down with myself and, and with others and maybe with genres and maybe with, uh, you know, specific places and, you know, scenes. And I'm hoping that, you know, I can just be another person that kind of brings everybody together, really, you know. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, before I let you play us out with a one last song, uh, could you let us know where to find your music and where to find you online if, if people w would like to listen to a little bit more of you? Yeah, um, we are 
streaming on all those great services, you know, uh, Tidal, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, YouTube, all those great people, and Bandcamp, and, uh, you know, we got some CDs and Pure Pop down the street and all that, and I think we have a tape coming soon, too, so that should be pretty good. So be looking in the tape section eventually in the next couple of months for um, the release of drifting which i just we just did so um i'm really excited for that um more incentive to get a tape player <laughs> and uh you did say that you're not doing too many live gigs right now but um anything lined up that uh folks should see you at this spring or summer um right now i i have a lot of tentatives and i'm kind of waiting for the go-ahead so I haven't really gotten um, a date on on those said places yet, but um, I would say in the next couple next couple weeks we should be narrowing it down um, to to what what it should look like. It's hard and it's hard for me to talk about after the whole year. It's like I don't I hate to say right. something is something because I'm always have that. Feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 hard, you know. Um but I'm really hopeful and I know it's gonna I know it's gonna work out great and I'm really looking forward to playing Camp Mead and Bolton Valley. Um, those are two that I'm really excited to play. Um like just outside having people um have fun. Camp Mead's down Middlesex and you know, Bolton's and Bolton. <laughs> so love some gigs at Bolton. So oh, great, they're great. It's a great, great spot. Play. Yeah. Um, well, we would love to hear a final song, so what have you got to play us out? Sure, thank you. This song's called Wasted. Seven 
anything at all Crystallize each moment in the snow there by Danny of Danny and the Parts playing us out thank you so much thank you Sam I appreciate you coming in um, well check us out next week uh, we've got Ruby in the rocket shop uh, but that's all I'll up for tonight so this has been 105.9 the radiator the rocket shop I've been your host Tom Proctor and good night <laughs>